I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you want to learn more from me, please check out my website, MikeRinald.com. In addition to all my great articles, videos, and podcast episodes, I have a ton of online CEU courses, as well as my inner circle online mentorship and community. Be sure to subscribe to my free newsletter where I'm always sending you great info and exclusive perks and discounts. Just head to MikeRinald.com to get started. Thanks so much. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about some strategies to focus on treating athletes in your physical therapy clinic. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I am up in Boston at Champion PT and Performance, joined by, let me see, we're missing Dewesh today, but that's okay. We're just still joined by a good group of us here at Champion. I got Dave Tilly, Lisa Russell, Dan Pope, and Mike Scaduto. Wait, did I say Lenny? I'm here. Did I say you, though? Did I, speak I don't know. I, was, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and, and Lenny McCrina. I don't know why oh, yeah. I just like, it's not ordered weird. I don't know why I skipped you, but uh, so, and, and Lenny McCrina answering your questions, anything you guys have for us, PT, fitness, sports, performance, business, career advice, whatever you want to talk about, ask away, head to micron.com, click on that podcast link and you can fill out the form to keep asking questions. Len, who's our uh, who's our extraordinary student right now? We only have one. This is for a this very episode. unusual time a champion to have one student. So it's uh, yeah. Trevor. It's all Trevor all the time. Uh, Why is that? Is Trev- Why do we only have one? Uh, we had nobody apply for our intern. No, I'm just kidding. We had so many. It just happened to work out that it, this one week is a loner for some reason. And but we have somebody start, somebody coming next week. So because <laughs> we had 13 students at once for a couple months. Yeah, exactly. That's probably true. We did have a lot of students, yeah. but you know yeah. what, Trevor, though, this is giving you some time to shine, bud. You're doing a really good yeah. job. So keep it up, man. Yeah. You get to reflect. Um, this is the first time we've seen Trevor's face too. So this is Trevor Claridge from Belmont university, uh, down in Nashville, uh, not Belmont, Massachusetts, where we live. Um, he's a PT student from Belmont and, uh, great to see your face. <laughs> great, good face. All right, good Trevor, face. before we get to the question, and this, this is a question everybody, even the listeners here too. This just happened to me in the clinic yesterday at Champion, but how many people have seen a patient for the first time with their mask off and been shocked? Just <laughs> That just happened to me yesterday. I'm like, huh, that's what he looks like. <laughs> Why is that? I have that on girl. Two months ago for her knee, and she just took her mask off for water yesterday. Gym, I was like, "Oh man, what?" Like, right? The, the, the kid, the kid yesterday is like six months out of a Tommy John, so it's not like he's just he's been rehabbing with us for like months and months, yeah. and months, maybe even longer. Yeah, he's on <laughs> his, months. he's on his, he, I, I've, it, and he's been training with us. He's in our gym all yeah. day. I mean, he's here all the time, and I was just like, "Wow, interesting," yeah. but um, you know, not not in a disappointing way, right? But just in a. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but like a baby face way <laughs> yeah anyway all right trevor what do we got now that i'm i feel like we're connecting right now since we can see you so what do we got for a question today so thomas from new jersey 
Is it possible for a clinic to only treat athletes? Whoa. Oh, Mike, you're in. <laughs> I'm like, was that the question on the bottom? Yeah. You said to go in reverse order. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. No, no, I meant, all right, we'll talk after. <laughs> that was that was good. I was looking around. I'm like, that's not. <laughs> all right, we'll talk. I'll I explain that poorly. I have so many thoughts in my head that I don't articulate well with my mouth. So I apologize, Trevor. You the man. All right, so Thomas from New Jersey. Um, I thought this was a good question. We actually had about two or three questions that were very similar to this the last couple of months. So I, I thought it would be good that we can tackle this. I wonder if this is just because, you know, there's schools are graduating now and people are are sitting for the boards and stuff and they're starting to think of stuff. But I, I think Thomas's question was really good. Is it, he essentially just said like, is it possible for a clinic to only treat athletes? Right. And, and I, you know, man, I went back and forth in my head about like a lot of things on this, but who wants to start, who wants to tackle this one and, and talk about it? Is it possible? And then I don't know, maybe is it possible? Is it wise? And, and, um, um, and how do, how do we help people get there? Cause I think that's the real reason, right? What do you got, Lisa? I mean, I guess my, my first thought is like, how are you defining athlete? Because uh- I would say a, a human that p- plays a sport. Right. <laughs> or just like somebody who wants to be an active individual. I don't know. But like, I, I guess in my head, my initial picture of an athlete is like a teenager to college age person. But like athletes are 60 year olds and 70 year olds who just like want to keep doing what they want to do. I love so, that. That's a really good point, Lisa, because it, because I, and this is a question for Thomas, because obviously you can, you can specialize in anything. You can specialize in one sport, one age demographic, you can specialize in anything. Right. So uh, I like that. And Lisa, I think you made a really excellent point there. Like, and Thomas, don't think that an athlete is just like a high school, you know, football player. Right. And I think that's probably what a lot of people think, like realize that a lot of gen pop people in uh, later phases of life want to be athletic and may have athletic like injuries and may want to get back to sports. So that, I think that's a really good starting point, Lisa. I like that. Um, what do you think, Len? I was just saying that I'm a 46 year old who wants to be an athlete. So I guess uh... <laughs> I, I know. Right. And I mean, and I, I hurt every day, right? Like, I, like, like something is bothering me every day. It's it's crazy, but um, I screwed up a cartwheel yesterday and I screwed up my shoulder. But I'm I'm good. It won't affect my. I just want to hit hellacious bombs on the golf course. But no, I mean I agree with Lisa. Like, what's an athlete? And I think that's part of our website. That's part of our core values and how we kind of found a champion was if you have a body, you're an athlete. So um, you know, like let's any anybody like when that's kind of what we do a champion, right? Like. We get people who are 40s who do CrossFit. We get people who row in their 50s. You know what I mean? We have high school, college kids, professional athletes. That's what we do. We're all over the place with that. And so I think we've created a little niche that way that people value what we do. So I think it definitely is possible. Um, I, get, I think we get very few people who are not trying to do something very specific um, because, and they seek us out, you know, whether it's after previous PT elsewhere or they just seek us out in the beginning. It's there. They have a specific goal in mind, you know, and I can think of numerous people that all of us are treating. So it definitely is possible. Do So let me ask you a question, Len, before we get to Dave, but do you, do you think champion classifies as that? Do we only treat athletes? No. And we, you know, it's not like we're like turning people away because they're not an athlete. It's not like that's part of our questionnaire on the phone. Like what's your app? What's your sport? Oh, sorry. We, we can send you elsewhere. No, I mean, it's just, that's just 
I, I guess that's our reputation. Maybe I don't know, but we we definitely see people that are not not doing a sport, I guess, or some kind of hobby. But I, I think it's definitely uh, in the minority of people that we see in general of uh, a population. But I think it's it's very rewarding. Like I treated a guy who had a partial knee replacement. So rewarding to just get him back and and get back to what he wanted to do, which is just have a pain free knee. You know. Yeah, that's a good. Head. That's a good point. What do you think? What, what do you think? We're like ninety ten athletes, though, or eighty twenty? I would, I would say yeah, yeah, something like that. Easily. <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, that's probably in in and was there a connection to this person? Is there a reason why you saw it? Was he? I treated him. You know? I treated his kid. Yeah. So I treated his kid, who's a high school lacrosse player, and the kid had a good experience. The parents had a good experience with me, and they're like, "I want to rehab the money." Yeah, and I think that that is the yeah. number one reason why it's going to be hard to only treat athletes, right? Because you're right. always going to get situations like that. Um, but I, you know, I think you phrase that well. What, what's up, Dave? What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I guess the first thing that popped into my mind is like, is it possible? Yes. Is it optimal? No. <laughs> like, I think for everyone involved, clinicians, clients, right. clients, obviously, right? Like, clients want to be able to get your services. But I think the, the the danger from a clinical point of view is that when you start to come out and only be a specialist for sports in general or just types of different sports you like or you work in, I think you really um, undermine your ability to be a great clinician from a holistic point of view. Because in my experience, and I think Dan and I have a sh- similar experience, is like we actually started in more of the general setting and kind of went like, okay, what is like the, the knee joint need? What is the shoulder joint need? How do you treat the general back, you know, for pain? And I think that when you master the body parts in a movement system, and then you funnel that into like, okay, well, what are the top five injuries I see in a baseball player or, you know, someone who does CrossFit, I think it's a much more, uh, you know, sharpens your tool set to be able to clinically think that way. I think there's an error in going the other way of being like, I'm only going to treat, you know, throwing elbow injuries, but I know nothing about general lateral epicondylitis or something of that nature. So yeah, I would yeah. say for, from the clinician's point of view, and then obviously from the, the um, you know, business health and then also the client's point of view being really good just dealing with general you know aches and pains is probably the best way to start i you know and i think that's a really i think that's a really good point here too and and i like how you said that if you if you don't know how to treat a like a gen pop orthopedic diagnosis and you're only working with athletic diagnoses with with a joint you're gonna miss stuff um, I think you're going to, I think you're going to miss a lot of things. Right. And I, and I think that's an important concept and, you know, maybe, maybe for the younger crowd, maybe for the early career people, you know, the students, you know, if you're a veteran, you've been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years, and you want to start saying, I only want to do it. I think you've earned that right though. Right. I think, I think that satisfies your concern there, Dave. So I think that that would vary depending on, on where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the finances of it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know, you know, so like, you know, you know, the business owner hat comes on. I think there's a reason why most clinics treat (laughs) Medicare patients is they reimburse some of the highest in the world. Right. And, and, you know, if you're only treating athletes, you also think about that too, then, you know, especially like if it's a, you know, high school based thing, which is pretty huge. What are you going to own? Your clinic's only going to be open from three o'clock to 10 o'clock, right? What are you going to do all morning, right? So you might as well load it up with some, some other people to generate revenue in the square footage that you're paying rent on every minute of the day, right? So especially if they're a, you know, a higher paying, uh, you know, insurance thing, but you know, 
you know, that being said, I mean, we certainly don't think of it that way, but I understand why people do do it that way. And we, we don't act that way at champion, but um, you know, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if you kind of put all the responses better t- together here is I, I, I think very few people will, even us at champion, which we're probably the most athletic place. I know. I, I don't think we're a hundred percent athletes and we're perfectly okay with that. Not only do we enjoy it, but I think it really helps us think and, and grow and stay current and active. Right. So it's not that you can't, now, how do you do it, right? So let's now like end with maybe that little thing. And if you know anybody has any thoughts, jump in. But how do you do it? And I think for me, like the biggest thing is like just keep over delivering on the patient population that you want to see the most, right? And make sure you're you're mastering it. You're doing as best as you can and over delivering it. And over time, it'll grow, right? And I think I wrote this. I wrote this as a newsletter a few months ago uh, on one of my weekend newsletters. And then I think I liked it so much. I made it a blog post. I don't remember if I ever published it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm a little behind, but, uh, but um, I think I wrote like, how do you evolve? And it's like, when you first start practicing, it's probably, and you want to get into sports, it's like 20% sports and then 80% everything else. Cause like you're the rookie, right? You're getting, you know, the evals that the other patients, you know, the other therapists don't want maybe, but then you really over deliver on that crowd and it slowly starts growing. And then your other crowd shrinks and then all of a sudden you're you're 80 20 treating that client population that you want the most so how do you do it it takes time when you're first opening your doors as a clinic i'd be really scared financially to just say we only treat athletes right because it's you know i mean you're a physical therapist you can you can help athletic people and i think that goes back to lisa's first comment here was that a lot of people want to use their body just like an athlete a lot of people want to be treated like an athlete even if they don't play a sport so keep that in mind too i think you want to do that but um you got to get going and you got to kind of like steamroll that a little bit before you put up those red velvet ropes and say that we only treat athletes that makes sense so can you do it i have no doubt you can do it thomas i think you can i don't think that's the issue um but you know it's something to 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 really kind of keep in mind but what's the fastest way to get there in my mind over deliver like heck on the athletes you have and word will spread over time and you'll get there. And it, like, don't get me wrong. That's like assuming like your clinic doesn't just have like parallel bars and a total gym in the corner, right? Like no offense if I just describe your, your clinic, but you know what I mean? That's not a sports kind of clinic, right? So if, if you don't build a sports clinic, it's going to be really hard to draw athletes, right? They're not going to go there and be like, this place is for me. Right. So you come to champion, it, it looks like a gym. It looks like a performance center. It looks like a training room. What a lot of, and we act like it's a training room, which is what like a lot of athletes feel comfortable in. So we kind of created that environment. So, um, awesome. But good question, Thomas, good luck with that. Um, I'm sure you'll do well. I, I think it's possible. I think there's a lot of good variables in there. And, um, you know, I think more and more people, the more you focus on one specific niche, whatever that is, is I, I think you can do it. So, um, so good luck with that. Great question. If you have another question like that, again, head to right, head to micron.com, click on that podcast link, ask away and be sure to go to iTunes, Spotify, rate, review us, and make sure you subscribe so we can keep doing these episodes every week. Thanks so much. See you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeReynolds.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. 
And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.